today we're here with a uh, new guest, special guest, good friend, Kylie. Uh, hi. How you doing, Kylie? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be on the show today, so thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. we're really excited to have you. Thank you for being here. So, would you like to give us a little bit about you? A little taste? A, a little, little taste. something? <laughs> Sure, okay, so I'm Kylie. Um, I was born and raised in Toronto with these lovely ladies. I met them in high school, but I moved to the UK a few years ago, so now I'm in university in London, and I love owls, sushi, and hugs. Love it. She came a long way to be here, so you know it's going to be a good episode. And you chose today's movie, too. Which mm-hmm. Do you want to reveal to the people if they haven't read the title? <laughs> read the title? Today's movie is... The Last Airbender, and I chose this movie specifically because I really, really hate it. Yes, that's yeah. what we're about here at Bad Movie Sunday. If you don't know, if this is the first episode you're listening to, we're a Bad Movie Sunday, we're a podcast where we watch bad movies, you don't have to. And we talk about them on Sunday. <laughs> we roast the movies. We toast the movies. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, we hope you enjoy. So, as Kylie said, this week's movie is The Last Airbender. A real humdinger. And if... <laughs> is that the word? I don't know what that means. I feel like, you know when you say something but it just sounds right? <laughs> Yep, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if you haven't seen this movie or are not planning on seeing this movie, we're going to take it down scene by scene. And right now I have a a summary for you from IMDb. And it says, wow, (laughs) this summary starts off on a great foot. It doesn't, it just starts off with a verb. Follows the adventures of Aang, a young successor to a long line of avatars who must master all four elements and stop the Fire Nation from enslaving the Water Tribes and the Earth Kingdom. Now, I think I'm the only person at this table who hasn't seen the original TV show. Is that correct? You haven't? Oh no, ooh, I just dropped a bomb on you guys. <laughs> no, I haven't. What, really? Yeah, I was a Disney kid, not a Nickelodeon kid. Oh, oh so was I, but that was like <laughs> the only Nickelodeon show I oh, watched. Yeah. That and iCarly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I forget iCarly. <laughs> Classic. Classic. So I'm going to trust you guys to fill in the blanks for me on, you know, what's different between this version and the TV version. I'm sure both of us have a lot to say on that. Exports. Yep. (laughs) So, Aang is played by Noah Ringer, who uh, apparently is not an actor, was not an actor (laughs) when they casted him, to the surprise of nobody. I checked his IMDb. He's in one other movie. (laughs) Oh, what is it? He was in Cowboys and Aliens. Oh my god. Oh god. (laughs) Wait, he was the kid? Yeah. He was the guy kid? Oh my god. God. You know, we should do that one one day. Yeah. My dad loves that movie. Really? Yeah. Why? Your dad guessed on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, so he had a black belt and that's why... They hired him, and then... I have a black belt, hire me! You have a black belt? So do I! You have a black belt? So not only am I the only person at this table who's not seen the original show, I'm also the only person at this table who does not have a black belt? This is news to me! Wow, you guys, you could beat me up right now. Um, So they made him go to acting school, which... 
I don't mean to be a snob, but I would prefer if you're gonna cast a person in a movie, they should probably go to acting school before that. I mean, yep. this is like common sense. This makes a lot more sense now to yeah. me because I didn't know that about him. Oh, I watched the behind the scenes. Oh, oh God. God, he's actually a really cute kid. He's super nice and everything. It's just when he starts to act, it's not. Great, great. Listen, I don't want to roast the kid, mm-hmm. but I will because this is a thing that I would say about anybody regardless of their age mm-hmm. if they're an actor. Go to fucking acting school. <laughs> like, you can't just pull this acting chops out of your ass. Like, where are you? And he doesn't. So <laughs> I would recommend to all of you who are aspiring actors, just go to acting school. And actually, like, you could, you know, tack up his... I don't know if that's a phrase. Tack up. Tack up? Wait, what? I'm going to say it. Tack up? Tack up? You could, you could tack up. <laughs> tack up. <laughs> it's bad acting to him being a kid because, you know, he's a young child in this role, which makes sense because, you know, mm-hmm. Aang or Ong, as oh, you know, oh yeah. um, is a child in the show, but... There are good child actors. Stranger Things! Yes! They're excellent. I was watching a movie with my dad the other day called... The Sixth Sense. (laughs) No. (laughs) I actually have never seen The Sixth Sense before. What? What? I know! You and I have had, like, entire conversations about Haley Joel Osment. How have you never seen The Sixth Sense before? (laughs) Watch it. I've been planning to watch it. Um... But it was a movie called Home right. Alone. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's that's a bri- that's a cinematic masterpiece. Home right Alone there. Two: Lost in New York. <laughs> that one. No. The Mummy Two. Was it just called The Mummy Two? Was there The like, Mummy Returns? The Mummy yeah. Returns. Hang the prequels. On. Star Wars prequels. Oh yeah, I'm just naming movies with kids. <laughs> I have a point about this later. Yeah, that I yeah. can't find in my notes right now, but sure. I will bring up when we get to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. or um, in post. We love to do things in post <laughs> on this show. Yep. Um, but basically, uh, I was watching a movie, some alien invasion thing. It was pretty good. Um, Cowboys and aliens. <laughs> <laughs> With the same guy from this movie. Oh, man. <laughs> but the kids in that were really, really good. Like, super believable. It was like an alien invasion thing, so like... They were scared shitless the mm-hmm. whole time, and they were crying the entire movie. I don't know if they just, like, scared the kids <laughs> while they were filming or something, but the kids were phenomenal. Hey, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's my monster noise. Oh, that was it very also good. sounds oh. like throwing up. That was a very, <laughs> was a very accurate description. <laughs> it's a very broad noise that you can use for literally anything. Uh-huh. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, just that the kids in this movie were good. And the Hold on. <laughs> Wait, let's back this the up. The kids in the movie I watched with my dad were good. Yeah. So, like, you could say that the kid in The Last Airbender, oh, he's just a bad actor because he's a child. But there are good child yeah. actors. And you, all, can love, you can find them. And they obviously went to acting school. Yes. <laughs> so... If you have not seen this movie, beware spoilers, by the way. We are going to be going in shot-by-shot, in-detail, breakdown of the movie. So beware spoilers, because we're going to be spoiling everything. Also, maybe spoilers for the show. We'll see. Just to be safe, maybe spoilers for that. Covering all our bases here. Speaking of shot-by-shot, we have a lovely drink for our drinking game today. Mm-hmm. I have picked... Oh, do you want the drink first? Or yeah, let's, we go let's have the, the drink. 
All right, I picked the fireball. That's not good. <laughs> because, you know, the fire nation. Yeah. We got a theme going on in this episode. I'm just going to tell you how to make it real quick. It's a shot. You need white rum, gold schlager, uh, tobacco, and Tabasco. Not tobacco. <laughs> Don't put tobacco in it. And ice. So you fill your shaker with ice cubes, pour 75 milliliters white rum, 75 gold schlager, in brackets, cinnamon schnapps, and three dashes of Tabasco sauce. Shake well, strain into shots. You got yourselves a party. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We also uh, have a couple instances where if you do want to play along to our drinking game, you can uh, drink. <laughs> if you if you want to watch the movie, you can drink along to these. And if you don't, we'll be yelling drink at random intervals in our podcast. And if you don't drink alcohol, I have an alternate drink Ooh. that you can take a couple sips Do from. tell! Um, this one is more based off the show than the movie. Mm. It's just jasmine tea. Hey! Yeah! yeah. Love uh, if you've seen the last Airbender TV show, you know that the uncle of Prince Zuko is like constantly talking about tea all the time. He's my favorite. He's so cute. <laughs> I know. So if you don't drink, uh, maybe just pour yourself a warm glass of jasmine tea and you can still play along to the drinking game. Drink some tea while we're spilling the tea. Oh. <laughs> so the first point I have for the drinking game is every time Aang goes into the spirit world. Mm. Oh, that was one of mine. Mm. I have every time Katara sucks out waterbending. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, true. That's the whole movie. I mean, true. <laughs> I have a point about, like, the opening shot when we first see her. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, um, second one, every time there's a voiceover narration, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which happens, like, a lot. Like, mm-hmm. they don't explain anything in this movie through, you know, actually acting. It's just, like, <laughs> a voiceover. This is what happened. Oh, that's, that's how the movie starts. Like, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the title crawl. <laughs> yeah. I have every time you see an animal that isn't a real animal. Oh, you'd die if you did that during the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually... One of my favorite things, there was an episode of the TV show where they go to the Earth Kingdom, mm-hmm. and they're trying to talk to the Earth King, mm-hmm. and the Earth King has, like, a bear. Bosco! <laughs> yeah. yeah! But it's just a bear. Uh-huh. So everyone's like, oh, do you mean his rabbit bear? <laughs> and then the king's like, no, like, my bear. And they're like, oh, you mean your platypus bear? <laughs> and he's like, no, like, it's just a bear. And they're like, what do you mean just a bear? <laughs> like, every other animal besides that one bear on the oh show my God. are a mix of something. I love the names. They're so original. Mm-hmm. Is this my raccoon bear? <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other ones? Yeah, I got one more, uh, which is probably my favorite one, which is every time, which you can probably only do this one if you have she- seen the show, and it's Every time they pronounce something wrong, Aww. so saying Soka instead of Sokka, Ong instead of Aang, Opa instead of Appa, Ovatar, Avatar, <laughs> Avatar instead of Avatar, <laughs> just anything along those lines. Uh, I have one more, and it's every time you see Aang dressed like Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is 
more often than you would expect. Uh, <laughs> um, and for the sake of both your and our sanity, I will be referring, and we will be referring, please, <laughs> to the characters in this movie by the cartoon's pronunciation. Uh-huh. I'm not going to be calling him on this whole time. Can I, can I tell you guys a fun fact? Oh, please do. About that? So according to M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, <laughs> the mispronunciation of the names of some of the characters uh, is due to the fact that he wished to honor the source material and use Asian pronunciation. Um, yep. I heard that. <laughs> but I feel like if he wanted to honor the source material, he would pronounce them the same way they were pronounced in the source material. Mm-hmm. You feel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just because it takes place in Asia-ish, is it, does it like take place on Where Earth? does it take place? I would say... It just takes place in a fictional land that has a strong Asian yeah. influence. Okay. Yeah. But, like, it's supposed to be based on the TV show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that you're, even if you're, like, Asianizing the names <laughs> or whatever. And I mean, like, there are yeah. specific characters from the TV show. Yeah, and I feel like most of the people that would that went to see this movie were huge fans of the TV show. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they were so excited to see, like, the full-length animation yeah. of their favorite TV show. So it's like... Yikes! Done kind of goofed annoying. that one up. <laughs> oh, you want to hear one more fun fact before we get into the meat of it? Mm-hmm. Love to. So, um, director M. Night Shyamalan was quoted by Entertainment Weekly as saying, The Last Airbender was his best movie. <laughs> oh. Now, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, better than The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, The Village, Signs, any of those. Anything with Bruce Willis. Yep. Anything with <laughs> Sam Jackson. Anything with James McAvoy. Uh-huh. What? Huh? Maybe, Excuse me? Maybe better than After Earth. He did that one? He did After oh, Earth. Oh, oh, that's right. He did. That oh, one man. was rough. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. But uh, still, I would not even rank this in his top ten. I don't even know ten of his movies, and it's not in the top ten. I know, right? I don't think he has ten movies, and it's not in the top ten. So, yeah, I just wanted to um, to tell you guys that and shame him. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Actually, I read in an article that M. Night Shyamalan discovered the show when his daughter dressed up as Katara for Halloween, mm. and he was so attracted to the spiritual and martial arts influences in the story that he decided to make a movie of it. So... Like, good on him, you know what I mean? For, like, making a movie or something that he likes and his daughter likes and everything. But it was, it just it didn't quite pan out, I don't think. Did his daughter at no point <laughs> in the production of this go, Hey, Dad, it's not working. <laughs> yeah. Let's not do this. I, I love the show. You love the show. <laughs> yeah. Not this much, though. Because <laughs> I feel like his daughter dressed up as Katara, so his daughter must have watched the show and liked mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. His daughter at no point was like... Hey, that's not how you pronounce that name. <laughs> hey, that didn't happen in the show. Does he do this every Halloween? Like, this year? She's Katara, I gotta make this Avatar movie. Next year, what's it gonna be? The this actor, year, she's a ghost. That makes <laughs> sixth sense. The actors they cast didn't even look like the characters they in the show. They didn't even go to oh. film school. <laughs> not film school, acting school. Anyway, yeah, so um, he wanted this to be a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Thank God it wasn't. Yeah, thank yep. God. Was I the only one while watching the show that you know how both in this one it starts off where it says book one 
Um, the show does the same thing, where yeah. each season is a quote-unquote book. I thought it was based off books for years, and I just searched it up, like, <laughs> hey, maybe I should read the last Avatar books. There's no fucking books! <laughs> they've actually started making books, though. Uh, and they have a new, like, comic book about the period between um, where uh, the last airbender finishes and where Legend of Korra begins. So they have, like, this yeah, time in cool. between. So you'll see, like, all of them, like, grown up. Oh, and, like, that's so cute! Like, you married and all that stuff. Oh, I just cute. started watching Legend of Korra oh, on season two. Yeah, but I do yeah. like the little, like, inserts they have about, mm-hmm. like, grown up, yeah. all the characters from the yeah. original uh, show. Yeah. And then she, oh, wow, ruined the Sham, wow, wow. Oh, I have a I have a note here in my notes that says <clears throat> there's a star beside it, so you know it's good. Mm. The acting in this movie is so wooden that you could shove an army of Greeks up M Night Shyamalan's <laughs> ass and wheel him into Troy. <gasps> wow! I know that's my review. So <laughs> that's all we needed to say. Yeah. Yep. Uh, see you next time. <laughs> yeah. See you next next week. So, so yeah. if that's it, I think we can go into the movie now. Last mm-hmm. chance. For all you non-spoiler people, if you still haven't seen this movie and you care about spoilers for this movie, probably leave now. But yeah. if you do want to see this movie, you should probably pause it now if you haven't already watched the movie and then come back and hear our thoughts. Where we'll just break down the whole thing again. Roast yeah. it. Yep. Shamwell, we coming for you. Mm. <laughs> so, this movie starts off like the cartoon starts off, mm-hmm. which I, I thought that was a solid start, but mm-hmm. it just it, it just went downhill from there. Exactly. <laughs> so it starts off with like the red background with like the four elements of the people doing martial arts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they pronounce, this is the first time where they pronounce it Avatar. Yep. In the background. I was like, um, Excuse what? Excuse me? The, the <laughs> so that's fine. That was <laughs> where it started to go downhill. Yeah. <laughs> The five seconds movie. in. Five Long seconds in. in. Yeah. The actual movie starts off in the South Pole with Katara practicing her water bending with Sokka, not Soka, Sokka. Um, we get a bit of info on her. Um, and she's just like, take a shot here for her horrible water bending. Mm-hmm. Which, fair in the show, she starts off fine. Yeah. Not, you know, perfect mm-hmm. as well. But like here, oh my god, she's lifting like one big. Ball of water. Ball of water. Um, and she accidentally dumps it on Sokka. Her brother. Her brother. Played by the guy from Twilight? What? Oh, yeah. the, the, the brother in Twilight? Uh, starts with a C, I think. Curtis. No. Cameron. <laughs> no. Chris. Um, Kurt. Craig. One of those. Gregory. <laughs> Gregory <laughs> Cullen. No, that's Cullen's another That's Cullen. Edward Cullen. Oh, no. Cullen Cullen? Kurt. <laughs> Dreamy Cullen. <laughs> Dreamy Cullen. <laughs> really? So he's a Twilight actor? Yeah. Oh, man. The one with the red eyes or something? Oh, I don't know. Like he's an evil vampire. Yeah. Uh, Jasper. Jasper. <laughs> My favorite C name, Ashley. Jasper. <laughs> I was thinking of Cullen. <laughs> yeah, so that's him, and he has a man bun. <laughs> Important. 
to note. First you see terrible water bending, mm-hmm. and then you see his man bun. Yeah. That's two strikes in a row. And they're white! They're not supposed to be white! Yes. <laughs> also, when Katara, like, is lifting her bottle of water and drops it on Sokka, he, like, stands up, but he's not even wet. He's <laughs> completely dry. His hair is totally dry, like, blown in the wind, his ponytail. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> My stepdad's trying to grow out his hair like that. <laughs> so... Wow, I just got war flashbacks to living at home. <laughs> Anyways. So they're hunting like a tiger seal or something, and they see something glowing under the ice, uh, which then breaks open, and this giant like ball of ice comes out. Um, Katara hits it with Sokka's boomerang. Can I just note mm-hmm. that I think Sokka's the one who breaks the ice, oh. literally. Um, <laughs> that is right under their feet. Like, he, he breaks, and it cracks. It, This is just common sense. Like, you don't need no spidey sense to know that that's a bad thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's just common sense. Why is he doing that? If you're standing on ice that's thin enough for you to break by whacking it (laughs) two or three times, maybe don't. Maybe maybe don't. Maybe go somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. And then the thing rises up out of the ice and Sokka, because it's already established that he's pretty stupid, mm-hmm. just from that yeah. alone. Then he says, it's probably some Fire Nation trick. Like, <laughs> yup, yeah, it's probably one of those Fire Nation tricks. A Fire Nation, <laughs> they're known for their tricks involving water and ice. Yep, you know them. Yeah. So the ball of ice breaks open and a beam of light shoots up. And then Zuko, who is the prince of the Fire Nation, uh, is in a boat nearby, his ship, and he sees it, and he's like, huh. What that? What that? (laughs) He decides to go towards it. Um, and then Katara and Sokka find a little boy. Captain America style. Yep. He's frozen right there. Um, little boy is obviously Aang. He's also got Appa, his flying bison, with him. I thought him. I know, me too. <laughs> they bring him back to the village where Aang and Katara, like, talk for a bit. Can I just mention? Mm-hmm. Aang has the gnarliest face tattoos I've ever seen. <laughs> what? He's, like, five years old. Where did he get these? In the show, yeah. they're airbending tattoos. They just, like, appear? No, no. no. They give you them. Oh, yeah. you, When you start training. Because yeah. they're, like, monks. I see. Yeah, they live in, like temples up on these floating mountains. I see. Yeah, it's a monastery. So does only the air bend, the only the avatar have those particular tattoos? No, 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 no. no. Or everyone. Um, he, he's a part of the air nomad tribe, so Oh, so all, those are air tattoos. Yeah, all, okay. they all have air tattoos. The avatar, like, can come from any of the four nations. I so, thought yeah. that those were just avatar tattoos. No. And I'm like, why is it so hard to find the avatar when he's got, like, a fucking arrow on his forehead? <laughs> Coming out of the tattoo parlor at 3 a.m., like, why did I do this? I don't even want to be the avatar. That is kind of true, though, because uh-huh. his whole thing is that he's the last airbender. So, basically, anyone who wants to try to find the avatar mm-hmm. knows that he is an airbender because he's the only one left mm-hmm. at all. Oh, so, so they, do they know. can just find him by the tattoos anyway. Yeah, wow. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was tattoo removal in oh, ancient. They did have a lot of high tech version kind of stuff in there. No, in no. Their civilization mm-hmm. there. Uh, also, take a drink because um, 
He's dressed like Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of throw that out there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they bring him back to the village, and then Aang and Katara start talking. And this is where you start to get a feel for the general sense of the acting during this movie, uh, which equals bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you didn't already, by the time they've uncovered him. Yep. And he's like, what? Where am I? <laughs> oh, Extinction. That's the name of the movie I watch. It's with the uh, Mexican friend from Ant-Man. Oh! Oh, the new one on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty good. That's cool. Um, but the acting by the child actors was so good. Dope! So, just saying, if you want to be like, oh, yo, he's a bad actor because he's a child, there are good child actors. Just saying. Hey, dog, just go to acting school. I won't roast you if you go to acting school. <laughs> so Katara's asking uh, Aang if he's still upset, um, which apparently there was a deleted scene from before where they were talking and he was upset about something. But, like, they still kept this line in where she's like, hey, man, are you still upset about that thing? <laughs> like, without the deleted what? scene. What? It's like, what thing? Like, <laughs> coming out of the ice? About? His tattoo stitch all up in here? Like, what? I guess. So then the Fire Nation arrives to the village. Zuko introduces himself, and he asks for all the elderly in the village because he's trying to find the, the Avatar. Mm-hmm. And because we got a little bit of this background info during the opening reading mm, I love to read when I'm watching movies. <laughs> I love to read. That's what I go into the theater thinking. Mm-hmm. I want to read something today. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, if you haven't seen the show, the thing about the Avatar is that he has been missing for a hundred years. He was trapped in that ice ball in the South Pole for a hundred years because he ran away. Literally only Captain America up in here. Yeah. <laughs> this little boy's an old ass man. <laughs> and he's sort of like like a cryo sleep sort of situation. He stayed mm-hmm. a child, but it's a hundred years later. You know so, what I would like to see though? What? If he was like a child in that body with those acting skills, but he'd say things like, you know, back in my day <laughs> and kids these days don't know how to blank blank blank. And, you know, stuff like that. I mm. feel like that would have added some richness to the character that wasn't there. Or at least made the, the acting a little more tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> anyway, sorry, you were saying? So, Zuko is looking for the elderly in this village because he thinks that the Avatar is like a hundred and some years old. So, he's looking for all the old people. But he's not. He's a kid. He's, he's the Avatar. He's Aang. Mm-hmm. Also, a thing about Zuko in the show, I'm sure, Kylie, you have noticed this, but he, in the show, it was banished from the Fire Nation for, like, speaking out against his dad or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and he had a duel with his dad, and yep. his dad gave him, like, this massive scar that covers half his face. Yep. In this movie, <laughs> it's just, like, a mild sunburn. Yeah. <laughs> You can't even <laughs> tell it gets a scar. There's only like occasional shots where you're like, oh, that's a little pinker than the rest of his face. Does he have a black eye? Like you can't tell at all. I There's no scar. And he's also Indian in the movie. And I have nothing against Indian actors, but like part of Zuko's charm in the TV show is that he was just an awkward, antisocial Chinese boy. Yeah. And it filled me with so much <laughs> yeah. like, warmth to see his character growth. But yeah, in the movie, he's portrayed as a slightly burned... <laughs> slightly burned boy. Yeah. 
with his ponytail. <laughs> so disappointed they didn't put his ponytail in there. His, his hair is too short in the movie to have a ponytail. I know. Like, oh, didn't he the have that cute, got, like, kind of... Oh, later. That's in oh. season three. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. When he starts off, his whole head is shaved. Mm-hmm. Except mm. for a ponytail. Yeah. Oh, like, um, what's his name? Sokka? Um, yeah, except nothing in the front. Oh! Just the little just, hair at the back. Oh! I see. Like, like a yes. horse tail. Oh my god. A bald patch. My Have stepdad can never watch that show. He'll get too many ideas. <laughs> oh my god. Have yeah. you seen Star Wars The Clone Wars? No. Oh, okay. Is there someone with like a rad ponytail in Star Wars <laughs> yeah. The Clone Wars? One Ooh. of the bounty hunters, Aura Singh, she's got the mm. same ponytail going, but she rocks it. Oh yeah. Dang. Zuko? Uh, I liked his later hair. <laughs> yeah, his later hair is... Yeah. He, yeah. he was bald in season two. Like, completely bald, I think. In really? Two. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, because like, he chopped it off as a sign of, I'm oh. not following my <laughs> yeah. family anymore. Yeah. Does everyone in his family? Have hair like that? No, no, he's the only one. Oh. Yeah, that was, I think that was like a symbolic Ooh, gesture of me. cutting the tie. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. They have like flashbacks of him when he was still a kid at the Fire Nation and his family still like decently tolerated him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not liked him. Um, and he still had all his hair and it was like in a regular ponytail. And then when he got... Is that uh, worse? It was... Better. Oh, okay. I'd say his entirely shaved, except for a little (laughs) rat tail, is a little worse. (laughs) Imagine how many people after the show came out went out and got that haircut, that little rat tail haircut. (laughs) I hope people did. I hope they got pics on the (laughs) internet. You know what? I'm going to look it up, but you you go back to um, the scenes I seen. So, Zuko's looking for the elderly in the... Southern Water Tribe, mm-hmm. which is where we are now. Yep. And then he, like, randomly finds Aang in a tent, um, and they pull his hood back, and they find out, oh, he's got air tattoos, <laughs> must be him, this yeah. 12-year-old child. Mm-hmm. So they take him on the ship, um, and Sokka and Katara decide to rescue him, because their grandma thinks he's the Avatar, mm-hmm. um, so they're like, oh, gotta go rescue him. Yep. So then, on Zuko's ship, where he has captured... I'm the Avatar. Um, how come I looked oh, yeah. up real people with a Zuko haircut and all I'm getting is pictures of John Travolta in Greece? <laughs> what? Why are there so many pictures of John Travolta <laughs> in Greece? Um, excuse me? <laughs> and that one cartoon of him just bald. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant, Google Images, but thank you. Mm-hmm. So on Zuko's ship, <laughs> his uncle, which I wish they had made him like the uncle in the show, because the uncle here just has no personality. Yep. He's played by the guy who played Yinsen in Iron Man 1. Really? Oh, oh my gosh. Nice. Mm-hmm. So he puts four objects in front of Aang, and they all like react to him, because they all represent different elements or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all react to him, so they're like, oh, he is the Avatar. <laughs> Can I ask a question? It might be a stupid question. You may. Could he not have pretended not to be the Avatar? Or were he, was he doing those things, like, uh, without meaning to? Okay, so in the show, you really can't bend um, any of the elements unless you want to. There isn't a really a sense of subconscious bending. That's what I thought, but, so... Yeah, so in the movie, I feel like it was more for, like, the... 
the aesthetic because uh-huh. it did kind of look cool the way the elements were manipulated just by his presence but in the show you don't unless you do like you think i want to bend this it ain't gonna happen uh-huh. and also he couldn't really pretend to not be the avatar if like say he moves a little in the air it's just like what? <laughs> yeah. they have something kind of like this in the show where back when he is with the air nomads, his people, like a hundred years back before they were all killed. Mm. Um, oh yeah, they were all killed. Oh, by the way. yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Mass genocide, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because uh, they knew that the next avatar was going to be born into the air nomads, so they are like, let's just kill all the air nomads. Mm-hmm. So he's the only one left. But yeah. back when there were still air nomads, mm-hmm. um, his monk mentors or whatever called him into some room because they were like, hey, this boy might be the avatar, we think. Um, and they did something kind of like the uncle does here where they, except it's not for like a rock and a glass of water <laughs> yeah, to react okay. to him. They gave him like a hundred toys or something and told him to pick four. And he chose the four that were, like, from past avatars or something. Yo, that's so fucking smart! Avatar relics, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they're like, oh, he has a connection to these past avatars, that means he's the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, like, four toys out of, like, a hundred or something. Dang! That's him! Mm -hmm. Um, Which they didn't do here. Like, uh, they tried to do something similar, but, Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? It wasn't quite the same. Mm -hmm. So they decide that they're gonna take him back to the Fire Nation, because that's, like, their whole thing is they're like, gotta capture the avatar! No! <laughs> Bring him back! <laughs> That's Zuko's whole, like, thing is because he was banished, he thinks that he can reclaim his honor. His <laughs> honor. By uh, capturing the avatar and bringing him back to his dad. Ah. Um, but Aang fights back, he tries to escape, he does escape on Appa, um, and Katara and Sokka decide to go with him to the air temple. Mm-hmm. They, like, catch up to him, they they set him free, he's free now. And they decide to go to the air temple. And they also ask him his name, finally, I think. Yeah, right? So, like, that took, like, a good, how long was that into the movie? Like, at least half an hour, you don't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only, like, once they're at the air temple, they're like, oh, hey, by the way, what's, what's your, your name? name? <laughs> Who are you? And he's like, um, my friends call me. Ong. No, they don't. <laughs> I'm like, my soul just died. <laughs> but it's like, you found this kid in the ice, right? You dug him out. He's like alive again or whatever. They mm-hmm. talked to him in the tent in mm-hmm. the Southern Water Tribe. Mm-hmm. They rescued him from the ship in the Fire Nation. They're like, hey, maybe we'll come with you to the Air Temple. Let's go on an adventure. They finally get to the Air Temple, which is like episodes and episodes until <laughs> they get there in the show. Yeah. And then they're like, Hey, we don't know your name. Hey, this is super awkward, but I've been calling you Bald Kid in my head all this time. Like, what's your name? Do you ever do that where, like, you meet someone in a lecture or something, and you're, like, you know, start to become, Girl like, from sociology. Yep. <laughs> it's, like, four weeks into the course, and you're, like, can't ask them their name now. It's too late. This is what you gotta do. Mm. You gotta um, ask them for their Facebook name. Mm. You're, like, hey, can you give me your Facebook name? That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, man, I should have... I don't know if I told you guys this story, Uh but um, in my last year of uh, the IB in the UK, so I was head girl, and then I had to give, like, a welcome speech to the student body with the head boy, but I didn't know the head boy's name. Oh, shit! (laughs) So I'm standing in front of, like, 300 people, and I'm, like, done doing the thing. I'm like, 
do you have any questions just ask me or and I would turn to him and I'm like him. <laughs> I say him and everyone just like and I'm like oh just end did you say it like really obvious that you didn't know his name or were you pretty smooth like no, me or him no because I was just like and him oh <laughs> me and him, uh, yeah, him. Oh, no. I felt so bad uh, yeah, so always find out who you're talking to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me and it starts with a C. It's Cullen. <laughs> something like that. Something spooky like that. Hey, do you ever ask someone what their name is, but then you're concentrating too much on when re- remembering what their name is? Mm-hmm. So you just don't remember what their name is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, hey, what's your name? But then you're thinking about asking them what their name is. Mm-hmm. Then you don't catch their name at all. And it's yeah. too awkward to be like, hey, what's your name again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just don't know their name. Brains love to sabotage you, don't they? Yeah. Oh, I do this thing, I feel kind of creepy doing it, but every time I meet someone new, I put their name in the, the memo of my phone. Mm. So, like, I'll be like, film, 1400, and then, like, the people I meet in that class. That's a good so, idea, like, actually. Remember. Yeah. So, it's kind of, like, it'd be pretty weird if they were snooping, they'd be like, yep. why is my name here? <laughs> why is my name here? <laughs> I have so many contacts in my phone that's just, like, Girl from anthropology, <laughs> guy from bus. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but can't ask their name now. Oh man! But uh, Katara and Sokka decided to just go for it. They're like, you know, no shame. Riding on this flying bison forever. Um, but we don't know your name, so <laughs> this is Soup's arc. <laughs> like, whoa! I don't know your name. We've been traveling for like two weeks, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should ask. <laughs> So they actually finally get to the air temple. They ask him his name. He's like, it's Ong. Trans <laughs> call me Ong. <laughs> no, Shamwao called you Ong. <laughs> so he's trying to find his friends or mentors or whatever. Basically the rest of the air his nomads. People. His people. Because he thinks they're still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they get there, turns out it's all abandoned. Uh-huh. Dead. Bones everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Dead leaves. Yep. He does find Momo though, which is yeah. the monkey thing. Okay, I think um, you need to take a drink, because that was... Oh, yeah. Not <laughs> a real monkey, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, man, he's a flying lemur. Flying lemur. Oh, yeah. wait, is that a real... No, 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 no. He's like a bat lemur. Like, he spreads oh, his arms okay, like a bat okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, then Katara, uh, with her super smart skills, mm. realizes, oh, he must have been in ice for over a hundred years. <laughs> what? <laughs> So then Aang, like, freaks out, and he goes into the Avatar state, or the spirit world, or whatever. Hey, take a drink. Take a the spirit world. Yeah. Back on the firebender ships, uh, Commander, what's his face? Zhao? Commander yeah, Zhao. Yeah, Commander Zhao. Uh, sees Zuko's ship and invites Zuko over to his ship. Um, and he, like, patronizes him in mm-hmm. front of all his troops. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also, like, tells everyone, like, Zuko's whole backstory. Yep. <laughs> just yeah, like, why? <laughs> That's fine. Um, and then Zuko just, like, goes back to his ship. He just, like, stands up during dinner. He's like, I'm done Fuck with this. this. <laughs> he just leaves to go back to his own ship to start, uh, training and firebending and stuff. Um, and back to Katang. 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 Say <laughs> <laughs> ship thing. Katang. Katang. To Katara, Aang, and Sokka. They're camping out in the southern Earth Kingdom like, woods or something. Um, so they're telling Aang about the Fire Nation war because, you know, he's been under for, like, a hundred years. He doesn't know what's going on. This war broke out, the Fire Nation versus everyone else. Um, and then they're just like, hey, so, like, are you the Avatar? <laughs> Beating around the bush here, are we? 
Hey, so like, now that we know your name, <laughs> are you the Avatar? <laughs> hey, now that we traveled all the way from the air nomad place to the southern Earth Kingdom, like, maybe we should ask now? Are you the Avatar? <laughs> Avatar? Uvatar? Uvatar? <laughs> um, but before he can answer, a little Earth boy comes running out of the forest. Like, they get the feeling something's wrong. He's something's getting chased wrong. by the popo. That's what's wrong. Because he's been throwing tiny little rocks. <laughs> yeah. And the popo, they don't like that shit. Katara says to Aang, she's like, stay hidden. And Aang, like, tries to pull up his hood dramatically. Oh, little red riding hood. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But he, like, he's just like, I'm not going to stay hidden, man. Fuck that. <laughs> but when he's trying to pull back his hood, it, like, doesn't go on properly. <laughs> so it just sort of hits the back of his head and flops back down. <laughs> Which, that's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. This is but fine. the camera pans over to Katara like we wouldn't notice that he didn't put his hood on properly. <laughs> like, you couldn't do a second take and be like, hey, hey man, your hood didn't go on. It just like, whoop! Camera was down. like, perfect. Artistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Keep it. Mm. One take. Mmm. <laughs> Perfect. Except it wasn't. <laughs> and then the little boy straight up gets arrested <laughs> for throwing tiny little stones. Yeah. And all of them do. Mm-hmm. He takes them down with them. Mm-hmm. That's not nice. <laughs> the Fire Nation apparently uh, realized he's been throwing stones because he's an earthbender. Or like he's been throwing stones with his mind or whatever. Or because he's throwing stones because he has fucking hands. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> So Katara tries to fight them off with her water bending, oh, but just take a drink. Yeah. so bad, just ends up freezing Sokka <laughs> again. again. <laughs> and they all get arrested. Uh-huh. Um, they're then immediately let go, like right after they're arrested, into this village place? The jail or whatever uh-huh. for the earth people <laughs> is on the earth, <laughs> which... Yep. <laughs> Many moviegoers found to be a major story problem, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. <laughs> like, <laughs> Kylie. Yes. I think we need to inform yes. our other hosts okay. about something that happens in the show. Okay. That's similar to this. Yes. Do you remember, there was an episode some sort of similar to this where mm-hmm. they get arrested. Uh-huh. Or no, one of their friends who's an earthbender gets arrested. Toph gets arrested. Yes. Oh, no, it was the guy. Oh, the Some guy. guy with long hair. Um, oh, name. yeah, okay, okay. Uh, Haru. Haru, yes. Haru. Yeah, yeah. So, I love uh, that name. Oh, yeah. Haru. <laughs> so he gets arrested, mm-hmm. um, and Katara wants to go save him, mm-hmm. but because Haru's an earthbender, mm-hmm. they're like, um, maybe we should... The Fire Nation was like, maybe we should take him to a jail that's not on the Earth? Yeah. That would make a lot more (laughs) fucking sense. Yep. The jail in the show is like this metal cage in the middle of the ocean. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, it's cruel, but it makes (laughs) sense. There's also like... This thing in the show that, like, metal bending is, like, not possible except for a character later in the show. Yep. Um, <laughs> my, girl, my girl Toph. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, even though they're earthbenders, like, metal comes from the earth, but only, like, this one person can do it. It's, like, mm-hmm. the regular earthbenders can only bend, like, racks and stuff. Yeah. Now, so. I feel like they changed that for, like, budgetary reasons. 
But yeah. let me just say, <laughs> yep. they had so many water scenes anyway. Yeah. Like um, Zuko and Iroh were on the ship the whole time. Mm-hmm. There was that shit at the end mm-hmm. with when he has that big old tidal wave thing yeah. coming in. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure they could have afforded this one scene some goddamn water. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> and even like the jail itself is like in the middle of this metal box prison. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a couple of silver walls. Like, it's not that much like, more money. Um, so in this uh, village, prison, concentration it camp kind of thing. It just like a fucking farm, okay? Yeah, it did. Like, yeah. Uh, the boy that was arrested or whatever runs over to his father, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing that those two are supposed to be Haru and Tyro, which oh, are the people okay. from the show that okay. were arrested mm, yeah. in that episode with the metal box in the ocean. Mm. Haru being the kid, Tyro's his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Aang does this same thing that also happens in the show, except Katara does it in the show, where he tries to inspire the earthbenders to, like, bend earth around them, you know what I mean? Like, free Yo, themselves because they're surrounded by earth! <laughs> Get your earth on, boys! Yeah. <laughs> like, there's earth literally all around them. Like, they're like, how are we gonna get out of this prison <laughs> on earth? <laughs> and in the show, the thing about the metal box in the middle of the ocean is that they can't use any earth bending. Mm-hmm. So when Katara first arrives there to try to free Haru, all the people in the prison, like, don't listen to her when she tries to do her inspirational speech because there's no earth like they can't do anything Mm -hmm. she stands up she does like this five minute monologue like Mm -hmm. you can free yourselves everyone just like (laughs) turns around like nope (laughs) goes back to being prisoner (laughs) like it takes her like five tries or something to Mm -hmm. get anyone to stand up yeah um because there's no earth to bend and here they're like Oh, hey, I guess true. you're right. <laughs> I guess we're sitting on all this power. Oh, damn, there's, like, dirt underneath? What the fuck? <laughs> so then he tells everyone he's the Avatar, uh, and he shows off his, like, airbending skills, um, and he fights off all the fire guards, and they defeat the Fire Nation people that are holding them. They escape. They also get a map. Yeah, yeah can I just that. say yep. one thing about oh, this you scene? It takes, like, seven earthbenders to move one around. Yeah. Like, this one, like, two-year-old older. I was just like... Can I also point out the, the, the bending in this movie? Whatever mm-hmm. element it is, it's mm-hmm. so fucking slow. Yeah. It's so slow. It's just, like, this rock's coming to hit you. We're gonna be out of here by next week, I guarantee you. <laughs> the rock's just, like, slowly... Floating towards the guards. <laughs> so the guards are gonna guards dodge. Are like, oh no! How are we gonna avoid it? So then the Earth people, as a thank you, give Katara a water bending scroll. Um, which you know makes sense. In the show, they did it a different way, where um she stole it from some pirates. <laughs> yeah. That's cool too. Katara's yeah. more badass in the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she gets that. <laughs> Um, which in the show like helps her become like a better waterbender. Mm-hmm. Here she just sucks the whole movie. Yep. Here she's like, I'm fine. Katara, I'm 19, I mm-hmm. never learned how to fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pictures. <laughs> um, so they show Aang a statue of Avatar Kyoshi and mm-hmm. they explain all the past lives thing. That's like the whole thing about the Avatar is he's reborn into a new body so he's when he like dies. Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like there's no, it's like endless. Yeah, Doctor Who, but he doesn't have the memory of the people before him. 
Oh, okay, so but he can do it as many times, yeah. like, just yeah. forever. Yeah. Okay. That's and cool. Every time an avatar dies, they get reborn in the next nation in the cycle. Oh. So that's why the Fire Nation, like, what, they committed mass genocide against the air nomads, because they knew, oh, our previous one was a firebender, so following mm. the cycle, it's going to be an airbender next. Yeah, so, yeah. I get you. So now Aang tells Katara and Sokka that he ran away before learning all the four elements, basically. So they're like, hey, Aang, why don't you just, like, defeat the Fire Nation? He's like, jokes, because I only know one element. This stupid bitch <laughs> is the only fucking avatar <laughs> on the planet, and he's like, I don't want to do that. I want a family and stuff. I just want to be normal. And it's like, bitch, you have one fucking job? To be the avatar? If you don't be the avatar, the nation is in danger. Ho? What? He, like, ran away because the monks told him he couldn't have a family, basically. You're five years old, bitch, and everyone's dead anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in the show, he runs away because... Sorry, uh, take a shot every time I say, you must show. <laughs> but um, it was like too much responsibility for him, I think. Mm. He was just scared that the whole world was going to have to, you know, need him and rely on him. <laughs> but sure, he wants a wife at five years old. That's fine. I mean, adoption's possible. If he really wanted, like, if he really wants kids, adoption's possible, man. You don't need a woman to have yeah, kids. <laughs> but, like, he could have had a family on the DL still, you feel? Yeah, And yeah. been the avatar and saved the world mm -hmm. and made his life worth something? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But he didn't? Mm -hmm. No. Dumbass had one job? <laughs> <laughs> and he fucked it up? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure he was cuter in the series. But here, I'm like, wow. He's dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Sokka decides, hey, Maybe you should know the four <laughs> elements, considering you're the Avatar and that's literally your job. Yep. <laughs> so they decide to go to the Northern Water Tribe first, because they ha he has to learn the elements in like a certain order. Mm -hmm. Water's supposed to be first, so they decide, let's go to the Water Tribe. Maybe find some dude to teach you water. <laughs> what water? <laughs> How to make water go splash. Yeah. <laughs> and they also have a scene right after this, right after they uh, get Find out, out of... Aang's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> They've just broken out of this prison. They got the water scroll so they can learn waterbending and they're like, we're gonna go to the Northern Water Tribe. And the next scene is just like this random shot of them like camping in the woods and Sokka's like, we just started a revolution. <laughs> and like, um, no you didn't. So, they freed one village, mm -hmm. but that's fine. That's a revolution, if you think. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, so then they're just, like, practicing waterbending on the way. Real shitty. Take a drink. Real shitty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I don't want to be that person that, like, keeps going on about the differences between the source material and the movie. Be it. Do it. That's what this podcast <laughs> is for. Yep. Here, First here. of all, it's our podcast. Mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm exactly that person. Yeah. So lame. Just go with it. I'm just going to go for it. In the show, Katara, when she's trying to learn waterbending, is not the best at first. She's fine. No. Yeah. But once she gets the waterbending scroll from the pirates, she just like learns waterbending like you learn 
any skill, pretty much. She starts off high, and she gets better as the show progresses. And by the end, she's like a master at waterbending. Mm -hmm. She's so cool. Mm -hmm. um, but Aang, when he first decides to learn waterbending, he takes like one look at the scroll, and he's like, <laughs> whoop, got it! <laughs> he's like, perfect waterbending. Aang's that bitch. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm not good at school. And then you see his report card, he gets like straight A's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but in this movie, Aang's having like a lot of trouble waterbending. He makes like this whole big deal. He's like, I can't waterbend. <laughs> I'm five years old. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. Um, so he's having, like, a lot of trouble waterbending. So they're like, guess we'll wait till we get to the... Water place. Water place. Mm -hmm. And we'll learn it better. And Zuko's still tracking Aang this whole time. There's, like, a couple cut-in shots yeah, of him just, like, I'm still tracking him. Where Zuko's talking to Iroh in some marketplace or something, and he just calls over this random little boy, and he's like, what do you know about the prince? <laughs> and the little boy, like, says his whole life story, and he's like, that's all true, but also this. <laughs> and he's, like, talking to this random little kid about his whole life. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. <laughs> I think they just wanted to have his, like, backstory in there, but there there could have been, like, a smoother way to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That have just... You know. Yeah. I wonder if there's celebrities that go online undercover. Leo DiCaprio looking himself up. I wonder what the people think. <laughs> hey, what do people think of Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> Signed off. Not Leo. <laughs> he just goes on forums like, why hasn't he won an Oscar yet? <laughs> he deserves one. <laughs> Starts like a fan club for people who think Leonardo DiCaprio should have won an Oscar by now. <laughs> Commander Zhao has, like, this other personal monologue where he says that he's oh, trying to drink. find... Take mm -hmm. a drink. Is that what I, I think so, yeah. Okay. He's trying to find the moon and ocean spirits because he wants to kill them because they give the waterbenders their power, but they don't explain that here. Mm. Oh, okay. So he's just like, let's go kill these spirits. Spurts. 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 <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Katara and Aang are still practicing their waterbending. They still suck mm -hmm. at this point. Take a shot. Take a <laughs> shot. And Aang wants to go back to the Northern Air Temple to go back to the spirit world. And then the next scene is just, like, it cuts to this wide shot of the Air Temple. And there's just words overlaid that's like, Northern Air Temple. <laughs> Whoa, I couldn't have guessed that. <laughs> like, it makes sense, like, in other movies and stuff, when they have, like, white text over top that's like, hey, this is where that is. If you don't know. If you if don't know. no clue whatsoever. But if Aang was or, just, like, in the last scene, like, let's go to the Northern Air Temple, next shot is a clear shot <laughs> of a temple. And they, I wonder what temple that is. I wonder, can, <laughs> do you think they could put some text on here and tell us? I air temple. <laughs> so, I don't know, I just have this feeling. <laughs> I think they should tell us more clearly. <laughs> it only works also when you have a scene where Aang would be like, I'm never going to the water temple, blah blah blah, and then smash cut, he's at the temple and it has yeah. water temple there. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, but it wasn't here. <laughs> no? <laughs> nope. So, at the Northern Air Temple, uh, Aang finds this old man who shows them a room full of statues of his old avatar past reincarnations and what? stuff. Oh, do, do your, uh, Admiral Akbar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> there we have it, folks! It's a trap. 
<laughs> the old man immediately turns against Aang, and the Fire Nation arrest him. Oh, dun, dun, dun. So Aang goes into the spirit world at this point. Take like, a shot! <laughs> He's talking to like this dragon spirit, which in in the show to be that person. <laughs> in the show. Embrace it, yo. Yep. <laughs> the past reincarnations of the avatars, uh, or just like all the avatars in general, have a animal companion spirit with them. So, Avatar Roku, who was the Fire Nation avatar right before Aang, uh, his spirit animal was a dragon. So... Dang! Yeah! Dang! That's like a, a really that good spirit animal, yeah. though. <laughs> the other day I was like, ragging on you for saying dope. <laughs> now I can't help myself. <laughs> uh, can you imagine just like having the worst spirit animal, though? Like, Avatar Roku, this cool-ass fireman, he's got a dragon mm-hmm. It's his fire This is my uh, anteater <laughs> It's an anteater and an ant. How did that work? Don't ask me. It's an anteater the size of an ant. Yeah. 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 Centimeters tall. <laughs> Helps him get into, like, little small spaces. Hey, look, is that, is that Paul Rudd? That's Paul Rudd! Hey! So, in the show, Avatar Roku's spirit animal is a dragon, but in here, the spirit that he talks to is, like, just a dragon. Like so he I, is the dragon? I think it's supposed Roku? to be Avatar yeah. Roku, okay. but it's like, he is a dragon. So when, okay, so when Aang dies and the next Avatar is someone else, mm-hmm. and he's talking to him through the spirit world, yeah. is he going to show up as the bison thing? <laughs> I guess. Yes. Okay. According to Just the movie's logic, yes. you're talking bison. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then Commander Zhao uh, comes out to interrogate Aang, but... Before it can, the the Zoro ish. There's some mask. Some guy. Jim Carrey from the mask. Jim Carrey from the mask. Jim Carrey son from Son of Mask. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> have you seen the movie Son of the Mask? I've seen the first mask. I have not seen oh. Son of the Mask. Ooh, we got to get to that one eventually. Yep. <laughs> so this guy in a mask comes in called the Blue Spirit. And I don't think they say that in the movie though. Oh. In the show he's called the Blue Spirit. Yeah. But he has like a white mask. He's got like Phantom of the Opera mask or something like that. I don't know, it's really creepy. <laughs> but that's fine. But he breaks Aang out of his holding cell. And Aang's like, oh, you a pretty cool guy. And mm. then they run out. Um but the mask dude, as they're running over this long ass bridge, the mask dude gets shot in the fucking face <laughs> with an arrow. <laughs> yeah, and it just like knocks him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'll be fine in the morning. <laughs> and Aang just like summons some drags fog. him off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to drag him off, and they both escape uh, into the woods, where Aang lifts up the mask of the guy that saved him, so he's like, oh, I want to know who this dude is. And it's Zuko. Unless you watch the show and you know who it is. (laughs) Um, Then he just lets him go. He's like, oh, that's the guy that's been trying to kill me? That was sick. Better go. Bye. Bye. (laughs) See you later. Uh, And then Zuko just wakes up and goes back to his uncle. (laughs) 
That was cool, I guess. Bye. And there's like a gas leak on the ship, which blows up. Yeah, okay. And so Zuko he, escapes, though. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Zuko was literally looking at this candle, and mm-hmm. he sees there's this gas, like, coming in over it. But as a firebender, could he not have, you know... Extinguished yep. the fire? Yeah. Made it... And prevented that whole thing? He was just yep. looking at it like, guess I'll die now. <laughs> I guess that's it. Hey, do you think Katara is ever just, like, uh, swimming or something? <laughs> just, like, you know, she gets real tired, and she's like, oh, man... Guess I'll drown. Yeah. <laughs> Not like I can manipulate all this water. Oh, man. All I around me. Guess I'll sing. <laughs> Aang's, like, flying on Appa, the flying bison. He falls off, and he's like, guess that's it for me. Can't save myself. <laughs> Can't use the air around me. <laughs> Come on, Zuko. Yeah. Nobody's using their fucking brain up in here. <laughs> so then at the North Pole. Oh, but we do find out, before that, we find out that Commander Zhao is the one. Who turned on the gas? <laughs> turn on the gas. Turn on the gas. Turn yeah. on the heat up in this movie. Um, and he wanted to kill Zuko. Mm-hmm. Straight up murder Zuko. Mm-hmm. Anyway, next <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> then at the North Pole, the the gang, the Ang gang. Ooh, I like that. Arrive at the Northern Water Tribe. Where Sokka and the the Ice Princess... Oh, they meet this Ice Princess. Yeah. Who looks hella like Elsa. Mm-hmm. They also meet this guy who's going to waterbend train them, who looks like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 era <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sokka and this princess get real close right away. A lot of hetero stuff mm-hmm. off the bat. Mm-hmm. She gives him her whole, like, life backstory. <laughs> Um, and Aang starts practicing his waterbending with the, the masters that they found. <laughs> yeah. And they're all starting to prepare for a Fire Nation attack. So they're like, oh, they'll probably come. Avatar's here. One day. One day. <laughs> Which is like that day. Guess it's late. <laughs> yeah. So when it starts raining ash, people are like, oh, it's what the ash. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Which means the Fire Nation has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, not only has the Fire Nation arrived, but Suko has also arrived. Um, and he does this, like, extra-ass thing where he arrives, <laughs> like, through the water. He swims underwater and breaks yep. through some ice to get into the city. James Bond shit. So, Aang decides that he needs to talk to the dragon spirit, supposed to be Avatar Roku, whatever, again. <laughs> um, and he asks the princess if there's, like, a spiritual place in the tribe that he can go to. And she takes him to this pretty cave place mm. where Aang can meditate. Guitar decides to stay with him. But she's just, like, talking to him the whole time. Yeah. She's real annoying. <laughs> hey, are you, are you meditating yet? How about now? You look, How about now? <laughs> you look real concentrative there. Are you, are you concentrating? Are you doing a good job concentrating? Hey, Aang, what's the spirit world like? <laughs> you said there was a dragon. Can you, like, draw him out? Oh, wait, take a shot. He went into the spirit world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you draw the dragon? <laughs> hey, use this etch a sketch. Can you draw the dragon for me? I want to do three years. It's being real annoying. Backseat uh, spirit-er. <laughs> Backseat diviner. <laughs> oh, that was good. Right? Thank you. Oh. <laughs> so um, Aang gets into the spirit world. Uh, he's talking to the dragon spirit, Avatar Roku, who tells him that he needs to forgive himself. 
let go of the past, all that stuff, that typical stuff. Mm. Um, because he thinks that it was his fault that all the air nomads died a hundred years ago or whatever. Because he, like, ran away and he wasn't there to protect them. <laughs> but then Zuko finds them in the cave. As he's meditating. As he's meditating. Katara tries to fight him, but she Zuko wins <laughs> That Aang wakes up out of his meditation state, and he fights Zuko, but he actually freezes Zuko, and he's like, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. He also <laughs> is like, he Literally, says, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. You're getting into some Arnold Schwarzenegger type ice puns up in here today. <laughs> He also, Aang tells Zuko something like, oh, like, maybe we could be friends one day. They were literally trying to kill each other this whole movie. <laughs> literally? Or kidnap each other. <laughs> yeah. This, like, past minute of the movie was Zuko showed up, tried to kill Aang, and Aang's like, okay, but can we be bros, though? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, a connection between us. You hey, what's your Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your Facebook? What's your name? Do you have an Insta? <laughs> So then um, we cut to Commander Zhao and Uncle Iroh, and they try to, they go into the fancy cave place where Aang was just a minute ago, and they want to kill the moon spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is like a fish in a pond. It's a white fish. It's a white fish. <laughs> <laughs> the uncle's against it, though. He doesn't want to kill the fish because he's, like, super spiritual and stuff, but mm-hmm. the commander's like, nah, let's do it. <laughs> so... The princess immediately collapses after they kill the fish because I don't think they explain it very well in the movie, but it's something to do with her backstory. Yeah. So I can't totally remember. Yeah, so in the show, so Yue's father and mother, they were pregnant, it's like, oh, we're gonna have a baby. And then, but sadly, she gets born, stillborn, so. She doesn't live. So the father prayed to the moon spirit and said, oh, please, like, save my daughter, give her life. And the moon spirit was like, all right. So <laughs> the moon fish gave her some of its life force so she was able to live. And in the show, like, her hair is supposed to be, like, really black. But because the moon spirit's like, here's life, her hair turns really white. Hence, she mm. looks like Elsa. So I guess the reason why she collapsed is because, oh, no. Like, yeah. the thing that gave oh. me life, it's dead. <laughs> they didn't explain that. Well, in the movie, though. But your explanation was good. I got goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) She's also, like, immediately okay afterwards. Like, once they kill the fist, she, like, collapses. But then she's like, no, I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) And the uncle tells uh, Princess uh, Yue, right? Yes, Yue, yeah. Um, That she can revive the moonfish if she gives her own life Mm -hmm. for it. Um, So she does. She's Mm -hmm. all for that. She's all for that. Mm Self-sacrifice and stuff. So, fish is alive again. Yeah. Princess, uh, she did. Yeah. Um, Sokka ain't happy about that. So, I'm all mad. <laughs> so, I knew you for two days, but I think I'm in love. <laughs> so, Zuko and his uncle escape, um, and the waterbenders take down Commander Zhao. Um, but before that, there was this, I think it's this scene, where Commander Zhao, after he killed the moon spirit, mm. it, like... Gave him some ability to create fire out of his hands or something. All the other firebenders were like, "What?" Where Iroh and Zuko confronted Zhao on some bridge or something, mm. and Zuko wanted to fight him because he's like, "You tried to kill me, bitch!" <laughs> so he wanted to fight, and then Iroh's like, "No, no, 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 don't fight him. That's what he wants." 
And I think we see in that scene that Commander Zhao can just, like, have fire come out of his hands. Is that what it was? Yeah. I have a lot of points on the yeah. uh, bending in this movie compared to the show later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically in this movie, the firebenders, I guess, can only manipulate fire that already exists. They can't create fire out of their hands. Hmm. I hmm. guess. I guess. Um, And that's, that's why cool. all the people around Commander Zhao were like, Whoa! <laughs> you can create fire! <laughs> Which, like, in the show, just, like, every firebender can do that. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Then Aang remembers what the dragon spirit, Roku, said about letting go of his past and stuff. Um, so he does some, like, tai chi dance moves and stuff. <laughs> and uh, creates a giant tidal wave to wipe out the Fire Navy ships. Which, in the cartoon, it was, like, a giant ocean monster. It was pretty cool. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, like, Nessie, basically? Like... Mm, the Kraken? No. Um, it was, like, a blob. Like a fish oh. man. But it was a cool yeah. fish blob. Mm-hmm. Like the Shape of Water guy? Actually, <laughs> actually kind of. Have, kind like, of. The, like, the gill things? Like, or... like in a man shape. Yeah. Like, if you fish saw head. his shadow, yeah. you'd be like, that could be a man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but in this movie, uh, it was just, like, a wave. Like, it was a big wave. Big-ass wave. (laughs) Uh, But it was a wave. So the wave wipes out all the Fire Navy ships, and then all the Water Tribe people uh, start bowing to Aang, and he bows back this time. Mm -hmm. Because in the beginning, middle-ish of the movie, uh, part of Aang's backstory was that when he ran away from the Air Tribe, after he found out he was the Avatar, (laughs) he, all the people bowed to him. Uh, as like, oh, you're the Avatar, and they bowed, and he didn't bow back because he just he straight up ran away. Ran away. <laughs> Whereas this time, when the Water Tribe people bowed to Aang, he bowed back, accepted his role as the Avatar. Symbolism. <laughs> and there's one more scene after that, right? Yeah, the end credits scene. Yes. And you, okay, you guys have to explain this to me. Because I feel like they wanted it to be this big reveal, but I'm like, who the fuck is this? (laughs) So, in this last scene, someone's daughter has to prevent Aang from learning the other two elements. Who is she? That's Azula, Zuko's sister. Oh, damn! Mm -hmm. So she's Fire Lord Ozai's other child. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, like, the favorite child. And she wasn't, like, cast away like Zuko, right? Yeah. Okay. No. So basically, here the Fire Lord's going on about how he was defeated at the Northern Water Tribe. Um, and then he's talking about how Sozin's Comet is coming back in three years. And that's what oh, gives. That's a long time! <laughs> <laughs> and that's what gives Firebenders the ability to create fire, um, which, you know, they okay. can already do right. in, in the, the show. show. <laughs> I think Sozin's Comet in the show just like made them more powerful. Yeah, just enhanced their flame-wielding oh, ability. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. And then it like the camera pans and he's talking to this girl who is Azula from mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's pr- uh, like pretty cool in the okay. show. She's she's also like the worst. <laughs> yeah, oh. But So, okay, so she doesn't like go on to their side then? No. no. <laughs> okay. She just, like, every time Aang and Katara and the Aang gang (laughs) (laughs) are, like, almost going to defeat something, uh, Azula just shows up and ruins everything. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, she's 
Zuko's sister. Mm-hmm. But okay. her dad just, like, loves her. Mm-hmm. And to Zuko, he's like, little bitch. Him. <laughs> yeah. so that's, that's, the, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if we had any positive thoughts about this movie. Was there anything that this movie did mm. well at all? <laughs> Let's break this down. Okay. So, special effects. Not, not good. Not no, the no, best. No. Okay. Acting. Not good. Really Already not out. good. Uh, costume. Uh, great. Not great. Uh, plot? A lot of unanswered questions. A lot of loopholes and plot holes. Yeah. I mean, they suck, like, close enough to the original story, mm-hmm. but, like, there were still some issues, you There's know? a lot of issues. Yeah. The dialogue. I have some points <laughs> about the dialogue oh, in this movie. Uh, first of all, just the delivery of the dialogue uh-huh. is, like, a sin on its own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the majority of this movie's explaining is done in Katara's voiceover. Oh my god, that's the laziest kind of writing. <laughs> I know. Like, there's no showing what happened. Like we mentioned before, about um, just that scene where they show up at, like, the air temple or whatever, and there's just text being like, this is the air, air temple. temple. <laughs> like, you don't need that if Aang just said, we're going to the air temple now. Mm-hmm. Practically this whole movie is sort of like backstory exposition. I love that one scene where Zuko just goes up to that random kid and like, hey, so what do you think of the prince? <laughs> what do you think of me? I mean, I'm the prince. <laughs> and it's just like, in real life, you know what I mean? You wouldn't randomly explain your whole backstory. The kid to would some... pervert and then run away. <laughs> Stranger <Yeah>. danger. <laughs> Same thing with Princess Yue. She meets Sokka yeah. for the first time. Yeah. She's like, okay, I have a story and it's my life. <laughs> Now, this could be because not only did M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong direct this, he also wrote this script. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So, for all his successful movies, he was clearly not the writer. I do not think so. Okay. That's good to know. (laughs) And I've already mentioned the pronunciation problems oh and everything. Wait, actually, he, he wrote The Sixth Sense. What? Really? Yeah, he wrote The Sixth Sense. He did, I don't know if he wrote Unbreakable or, or I think he wrote the one with James McAvoy, too. Was but, it Split? What was James McAvoy in? The was, Split personality oh, yeah. one or something like that? Maybe, oh, that was M. Night Shyamalan? Maybe mm-hmm. he was just having a rough day when he was writing the dialogue Aww. for this. Maybe. Or maybe mm-hmm. he let his daughter write it. Who, how old was she at the time? Maybe four, <laughs> maybe five? I'm just thinking, like, he had the source material, like, like, like he could, in abundance. If, if you buy the rights to something, you can take yeah. dialogue yeah. from there. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just, like, there was one uh, line at the beginning of the movie when Katara first sees the Appa, the flying bison, Mm -hmm. and she just has this, like, the stupidest way of being like, hey, that's cool. She's just like, oh, his flying bison thing floats. Like, flying bison, (laughs) flying kind of implies it's floatable. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Captain Obvious. <laughs> and can I, can I just say that, like, cultural, like, yes, representation? Yeah, yeah. washing issue. Oh, my God. Just drove me up the wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the in the series, what did they do? Did they have, like, a different... They were representational of 
different people in the show, mm -hmm. but that was just, like, not translated into the movie properly. Mm -hmm. So in the show, the waterbenders were, like, First Nations or Eskimos. Mm -hmm. um, and this movie, there's white people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the show, the Fire Nation was Japanese, and in this show, they were all Indian. Indian. Yeah. Uh, in the show, the air nomads were Tibetan monks, and in this movie, they were just, like, whoever turned up on set that day. <laughs> They're like, hey, you want a part in the movie? Air nomads. You got it. <laughs> just, like, a mix of people. <laughs> just Canada. Wow. And the Earth tribe was Chinese, which is the same mm -hmm. in this movie, so okay. one out of four. That's still a passing grade, though. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not great. Yeah. I feel like he thought that any representation would be better than the no representation, <laughs> but that's still but not... But he ended up making all the good guy characters white, white <laughs> and the bad guys were all darker skinned. <laughs> Yikes! So... Oh, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. No. That was not good. Mr. M. Mr. Mr. M. <laughs> 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 You've seen the rest of development. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was problematic. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, because you've both seen the show, mm -hmm. is there anything that you wanted to include from the show in this movie? Pretending... It turned out a good movie. Mm -hmm. Would there have been anything you wanted that you didn't see in the... I think just that scene um, where they're trying to break out of the the prison sort of place <laughs> yeah. with the Earth Kingdom people. Yeah. But, like, have it on the water. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. That's cool, Kylie. Yeah, I guess a more, like, realistic representation of their bending ability because <laughs> the bending was so fucking slow in this movie. Yeah. yeah. It took like two weeks for them to bend yeah. something. And also, you don't need like seven people to move one rock. <laughs> yeah, but, like, Unless it's the rock. Unless it's oh. the rock. What if they had the rock in here as an earthbender? Just a cameo. That'd be so good. And he didn't even bend. He just picked up the fucking rock <laughs> with his bare ass hands. And he's like, yay. Hey, what if? Uh, the Earthbenders could just bend the rock. Oh! <laughs> like, he just, like, curled up in the ball. <laughs> He's just like a puppet. I can't even imagine <laughs> That would make the movie ten times better alone with that Just that one yeah. scene with the rock. It's <laughs> just, like, so the better. Fire Nation people are, like, fighting with fire. The water How do you fight fire? With the rock. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not Earth. It's just, like... The Rock. <laughs> it's Dwayne Johnson slowly floating towards you. <laughs> Actually, though, like, in the show, it was, the bending was like a martial art kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, someone would punch the air and, like, a fire fist would come out. Mm -hmm. Or, like, a rock fist or something. Like, it was sort of an extension of their body. Whereas, in here, it was, like, this super slow Tai Chi type yeah. thing. Like when you see old people in the park doing those exercises. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, in the show, in the show, um, the bending styles, like, the martial arts, it's different. So, like, in the water tribes, you have kind of, like, Tai Chi. It's more slow because mm -hmm. it's supposed to represent, like, the flowy nature oh. of water. In the air nomads, it's, like, really, like, acrobatic because air is, like, so free. You can't really tame it. So it Dang, fails can't that. be tamed. Yeah. And, like, and fire, it's, like, very powerful and, like, fierce. So it's, like, a lot of, as you said, like, the punching and the kicking. And with earth, it's, like, it's grounded. It's salt. So it's all the, like, footwork and, like, just, like... Damn. 
yeah, it is so cool. It's very intricate in the yeah. show. Yeah, but look at the movie. They make it all one tier, and I'm like, it's just Tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> the source material's right there. <laughs> also, like, listen, I don't want to put Noah Ringer on blast, but I'm gonna. <laughs> Why did they hire Noah Ringer for his black belt in Taekwondo if they don't even utilize his black belt in Taekwondo? Like, he's just moving around. I think they should have hired someone without a black belt, but with some acting chops. Mm -hmm. I feel like you could fake being good at martial arts with good camera work and stuff. Yeah, or just get a stunt double. Or just get a stunt double, or yeah. Or just, like, do some training for, like, a month. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's mandatory, you know what I mean? All the people yeah. that work on Star Wars have to spend months beforehand learning all the moves. Lightsaber choreography. Martial arts before they can be in the movie, because mm -hmm. they have to know the choreography for the fights they're going to do. Mm -hmm. um, why not just do that for... The person that you're going to hire instead of hiring them specifically for their martial arts. Also, in a Venn diagram of people, kids who can do Taekwondo mm -hmm. and kids who can act, mm -hmm. I'm sure there are people in the middle. There's oh, gotta yeah. be. They're like, awesome. come on. Yeah. He done goofed that up. Yeah. He done goofed <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan a ding dong. <laughs> God. I also, I want to talk about the characters. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> so first one, I think I want to bring up Sokka. Mm. Um... It's just, Sokka was my favorite character in the show. Mm. He was the best. <laughs> he was the funny guy, right? He was the funny guy. He was hilarious. He was yeah. always like, like he had character development. Mm -hmm. Like he started off as kind of like the dumb funny guy. And by the end he was like still mildly dumb. Well, they kept but, like, the dumb a yeah. funny guy. <laughs> like, but yeah. in this movie he was just like intensely serious. Like mm -hmm. there was no humor. In this entire movie actually, not just from Sokka. Um... There was no humor from him, no jokes. He was just like, we have to make it to the air drive. <laughs> he's preparing for Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he smiled in Twilight either. No, I don't think anybody smiled in Twilight. <laughs> I mean, true. Maybe Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> but the original show was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, this movie had zero. I think it didn't have any of the charm of the, the no. show. There's no comedy at all. Just straight acting, drama acting. I, I use acting as a very loose very term. Loosely. And and like also his his like relationship with Katara, like he's the elder sibling, but in the show Katara is like always the one looking after him, whereas in the movie it's like he's the serious man protecting the oh, weaker yeah. like like scatterbrained <laughs> girl. And I'm like, ah oh, no. Oh, ding dong that one up too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think in this movie, Sokka's whole character could have been taken out entirely and nothing would have changed yeah. at all yeah. in the movie. Like, he yeah. had no point of being in the no movie. No point. That could be said for a lot of the characters. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Katara, useless. Yeah. <laughs> Why did she win a fight? Point me in the direction of her winning a fight. You can't. Um, Aang, he was pretty useless right up until the last 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, speaking of Aang... His whole character in the show is, like, super, like, childish, but in a fun way. Yeah, like, he's a 12-year-old that's been frozen for a hundred years. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he's got some responsibility because he's the Avatar and everything, but a mm. lot of the episodes are just focused on him having fun with his friends and stuff. He's the heir. <laughs> <laughs> but in this movie, there was no childishness and no desire for fun at all, which I originally thought... he's like a hundred-year-old man. Yeah. He's like, done. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to be here. 
But I originally thought that that was just, like, the actor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was watching the behind the scenes, and he's, like, the sweetest kid. And he, he tells tons of jokes in the behind the scenes and everything. He should have just done, like, candid footage of him. Yeah. That would have been more relatable. Yeah. But once, like, the camera started, it was just M. Night was like, you gotta say this, and whatever. And he just gave, like, the worst performance. Oh, God. I feel bad for him, too, because a lot of kid actors get shit for bad movies. Like, yeah. the kid from Young Anakin. Oh! <laughs> Jake Lloyd? Yeah. Yeah. And I know we're roasting him, <laughs> but... I mean, it is. It's kind M. of night schlinging. Shouldn't have put him in that position in the first place. Mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of sad to see a bad movie with a kid in a leading role, like Jake Lloyd in the first Star Wars, because um, it it kind of ruins their career. Jake Lloyd was bullied for years. He didn't do like oh any movies God. afterwards. I think he went to jail at one point. Oh, poor baby. Like, <laughs> it's not entirely his fault. It's mm-hmm. just that he's. A kid. Yeah, they literally dealt shitty cards. Yeah, with the movie. <laughs> the reason they hired Jake Lloyd for the first Star Wars was because he looked the most like Luke. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. because yeah, I mean, the hair. yeah, the hair. He was like sort of blondish or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they just went to a random school. They found <laughs> what? The <fuck>? What? <laughs> or I think they had. I don't remember. Hey, y'all, uh, directors, what's with you getting non-acting kids? Why do you do this? But there's like three kids that were the, the top contenders. Like an acting school, right? <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> but he was just the one that looked the most like like uh, Mark Hamill. So they picked him. He wasn't an actor. He was just some kid that was like, hey, it'd be cool to be in Star Wars. Um, and he filmed the whole thing in like a summer. I think. Oh my That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I think, um... I think he was better than, um, Noah Ringer here. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah, because, like, like, Jake Lloyd, he's, like, he's clearly much younger than Noah Ringer. So mm-hmm. Like, much younger. Now, this is pod racing. <laughs> I'm, like, to his credit, in the pod racing scenes, he doesn't really speak at all. He's yeah. just, like, at the wheels. So. <laughs> and I have no shame in admitting the pod race scene was like one of my favorite scenes from the whole prequels. Just like me too. Yeah, honestly. Pod racing, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. Cool, yeah. But it's kind of sad because like it's not entirely the actors' fault. They're kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're just sort of doing what the directors tell them to. And I feel like a lot of times fans like rip into actors for the roles they play not being great. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people were bullying the girl that played the Asian girl on in the new Star Wars movies. Oh! Because they didn't like the character. Really? Yeah. Ouch. Um, oh. But, like, it's not her fault. It was just mm-hmm. a, sort of a bad character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's, like, older than... than yeah, um, she's not even a kid. Yeah. So it would yeah. be... Wouldn't it kind of suck if, like, you were in a movie and you were having so much fun? Honestly, behind the scenes, he's having so much fun. Little does he know. Uh, little does he <laughs> know. <laughs> then your movie comes out, you think you're going to be, like, this big star, and then people just hate it and start, like, bullying you for this. Yeah, that sucks, That would suck. Man. I think that's why all hate should be directed towards the director. Sling a dang. Yeah. Sling a dong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, like, the same thing about the no humor thing. Uncle Iroh is, like, the funniest character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bless him. He's the best. Yeah. But in this one, he's, like, super serious. There's no tea. First of all. <gasps> Except on this podcast. <laughs> the whole show is just like talking about 
how much he loves tea. He opens a tea shop. Yeah. It's the <laughs> best arc ever, the tea shop. Oh my God. He, like, gives up being, uh, like, in line for the throne. Yeah. No, no, To no. open a tea shop. Yeah, he, he was a general. I don't think he was going to be in line for the throne, but, yeah, military. He's like, yeah, nope, screw that. I'm going to serve tea. tea. Yeah. But here he's like, no jokes, straight to business. Also, Zuko? Can we talk about Zuko for a sec? Less. I mean, I think we already mentioned his scar briefly. His oh, mild sunburn. sunburn. Like burnt toast. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, he's just, like, constantly tearing up in this movie. Yeah. Oh my god, right? Like, he's just, like, the most, like, cry <laughs> Like, he was pretty dramatic in the show. Oh, but yeah. But here, like... Does he cry a lot in the show? He cries, like, three times, I think, in the entire <laughs> oh, the show. show. The whole show, yeah. Oh, Hour and a half long movie, crying the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Tears just don't stop coming. He should have been a waterbender. Hey. <laughs> On the topic of the Fire Lord people, though. Oh my gosh. Fire Lord Ozai. Ugh. So the thing about him <laughs> in the show is... Who's that? His dad? Yeah, yeah like his dad. dad. Yeah. I know, same. In this movie, yeah. he's, he's just like was another... What? He's like the dictator of the Fire Nation. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But in the show, he it was like this whole mystery. The whole first season was like, who is the Fire Lord? We don't know. Every time they'd show, quote-unquote, him, it was just like a silhouette mm-hmm. with some fire in the background. And then... <laughs> For that aspect. <laughs> eventually, when they finally found out who he was, it was just like, that's him. Cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was like this big... He was like this mysterious right. figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the emperor in Star Wars or whatever. Like, he was, like, the big bad. Mm-hmm. And here he's just, like, some, some guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's take over. This is my ship. He's just some guy. They show his face right off the bat. Wow. Um, and honestly, like, you even just being like, I'm sorry, who is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's the most unmemorable I, character. Yeah, I literally don't remember anything about him. Yeah. I feel like you remember Zhao, the commander, yeah. more? Because mm-hmm. he had a more prominent role? Because he was, I think he was in a series of unfortunate events as a snake guy? <gasps> he was? You're right! Right? Yeah! yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, That's a great show, by the way. Yeah. That is a brilliant <laughs> yeah. show. You see? Good directing in that show. Yes. <laughs> good acting in that show. Yeah. <laughs> even the kids in that show. Oh, yeah. Are good. Great. Those are great kids. Yeah. yeah. Bring those even kids the Even the baby. The baby! <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple quotes about uh, Commander Zhao. Okay. Um, I can't remember where I got these from. Sure, sure, sure. But I got quotes. (laughs) Okay. Um, Disclaimer, they're not ours. Disclaimer. What makes General Zhao a fantastic villain in the cartoons, the first season, is how deranged he became. Mm. He starts out as a respected general, but soon his power-mad ambitions consume him, and he instantly kills the moon spirit. It clearly isn't a smart idea... But Zhao has so thoroughly lost his marbles that the move makes sense for him. The movie changes that entirely. Instead of making Zhao a crazy Fire Nation general who goes a little rogue, the movie has him follow the Fire Lord's instructions every step of the way. There's a scene of Zhao explaining his plan to the Fire Lord, who gives him the order to kill the Moon Spirit. It might seem like a tiny detail, but it's one that fundamentally changes Zhao's character. Mm. So I thought that was an interesting... A point to whoever made that quote. <laughs> yeah. But I forgot. Shout out to, to whoever you are. Forgot yeah. to uh, make and, a note of who that was. Yeah, and also um, his choice to like try and kill Zuko in the show makes like more sense if you have that per- that ha- perspective of him because 
he's going rogue. I'm gonna kill the Fire Lord's son. Yeah. Like, that's treason. Like, wait, why? <laughs> In the show, he's like slowly going crazy. He keeps making like like weirder and more outlandish decisions, mm-hmm. and then finally he's like, I'm gonna kill this spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like no lead up to that. Yeah, just like <laughs> yeah. murder. <laughs> hey, you know what I want to do today? Just a murder. Yeah. <laughs> Happy murder fun time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's almost five. I can murder now. <laughs> uh, the last character I want to talk about is Katara. Okay. Oh. Get into it. So, yeah. I feel like they just gloss over Katara's waterbending mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. It's just... Does she ever get better? Oh, yeah. In the show, in the she's... Show. No, no, no. Yeah. In the movie. Oh, no. I just don't remember. No. <laughs> she doesn't... She barely waterbends. Yeah. In That's the final it. battle, she thought. barely water bends. I don't even yeah. remember her in the final battle. Like, yeah. She was there? Like, what? <laughs> I think she's like, now I was napping in the back. The garden was kind of a nice she's place. Like, I like this meditating thing. <laughs> in the first season of Avatar The Last Airbender, um, it's just as much Katara's quest to become a waterbender as it is Aang's mm. quest. It's kind of like the both of them trying to get better. Trying to better their skills, I guess. Mm. Um, but in here, just like none of them get better. <laughs> yeah, they both suck at the end. Because Aang got that like twenty foot tall water thing. Yeah, he could only do that by going into the Avatar state, though. Oh, that wasn't his natural like wait. ability. He had the what? glowy eyes when he did the wave thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, what? What does that mean? As in, like he tapped into the spirit world, so he'd take a shot. Okay. Yeah. And so he harnessed the powers of the past avatars to create that giant ass wave. I mean, fair credit, in the show, he also goes into the oh. avatar state to create that giant water fish, mm-hmm. but at least he like de- like demonstrated his better water bending without going into the the cop-out chief move I of the Avatar state. I got real good at it real fast. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't no. even him. It was the past Avatars. Yeah. They did not explain that. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. was the vehicle of okay. past power. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, some of my favorite characters in the show were the Kyoshi Warriors. Oh, yeah. Who are these mm-hmm. all-female group of oh. warriors. They're fight with, like, Super fans fly. and stuff. Oh, They're dang. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. One of them is... Uh, another one of Sokka's love interests. <laughs> She's great. I love her. <laughs> but they weren't in this at all. Aww. Yeah. They were great. Mm-hmm. They were so great. I uh, wish they'd been in this. Yeah. And plus, Suki is a way better, like, person to have a lo- as a love interest than Yue, because she's alive. She was there for, like, yeah. Second, she <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Sokka was like, I was ready to marry her. <laughs> like, I know what I've been talking about all this family shit for now. <laughs> I get it. Uh, but just in general, all the characters I found had the most, like, deadpan acting. Oh my god. There was no depth. Everyone yeah. was super, like, pretentious and, like, foreboding and solemn all the time. Bland. Yeah. Kind of a little awkward. Oh, I love this thesaurus portions of the podcast. <laughs> Need more words? Unconvincing? Oh, that's a good one. I think the character. <laughs> I think the character that I'm most disappointed in is Katara because growing up, like in the show, she's like one of the first like animated female characters that's just really a badass and is yeah. like one of the main ones as well. And in the movie, they're like, "Now nah, we're gonna push like all she that sucks. that woman yeah. that woman rocks stuff. We're gonna like push it to the oh side and just you know." She honestly didn't even yeah. like really do anything. In she movie. didn't. She yeah. was. Why was she even there? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I feel like this movie could have just been Aang and Zuko, and it would have been the same movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Is that all for character stuff? That's all I have. All the characters I want to go over. At least Oppa was still, like, <laughs> amazing. Just big and yeah. dopey and... Actually, <laughs> Amy, I'm curious what you thought as a person who has not seen the show. Mm. Okay. I know Kylie and I were ripping into the differences between the yeah. show and the movie. But as someone who just sees this movie as... A standalone movie. Right. Mm. What were your thoughts? It didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> like, yeah. it did not make any fucking... Like, pretend there was no series that... Mm, if yeah. This is just, like, an original thing. Yeah. If I saw... If anybody saw that last scene where it's like, ooh, the daughter of... <laughs> they would not know what's happening. They would be... They would just, like, pose all the same questions we've been posing this mm. whole podcast. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. why is the Earth jail on Earth? feel... <laughs> <laughs> And, like, who are all these people? Why is Commander Zhao suddenly trying to kill this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, I did not know what was happening the whole fucking time. <laughs> did any of those, like, 20 backstory monologues give you any sort of information that stuck no, with you? No, <laughs> because they were so fucking boring. I like, Got it. blacked out during all of them. I was, like, in that meditation state. I was, like, not listening at You went into the spirit world. I went fully into the spirit world, talking to dragons, all of that stuff. So, yeah, I did not get it. Did yeah. not like it. Because I feel like a lot of the time, uh, your opinions of the original content shape your opinions of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of my thoughts about the movie was how it wasn't quite like the show and how the characters were different in the show. Mm-hmm. But as someone who hasn't seen the show... It still sucks. It just for still you. sucks. Nice. Oh, if you if if this sucks, mm-hmm. which it does, yeah. Let me tell you all the ways it could have sucked so much harder. Ooh. Oh, I got some trivia. How to for, make a worse movie? Yeah, oh. got I got some trivia for y'all right now. Mm. Jesse McCartney. <laughs> that's off to a good start, oh right? Jesse McCartney was originally supposed to play. Guess. Guess who? Sokka? No. Aang? No. <laughs> Zuko. <laughs> what? But he was only replaced because of scheduling conflict. <laughs> he was singing Beautiful Mind on the road or something. Uh, it turns into like a musical. Zuko <laughs> like breaks down into the song. What was it called? Beautiful Soul. Beautiful Soul? <laughs> what was the song called? I don't know. Zach Efron. Audition for the part. No, no. Sokka. Yes. Oh, no, no. Um, But he had to turn it down because of scheduling conflicts. Maybe it was just shit. (laughs) Maybe he's like, yeah, I'm busy. He was like a super big fan of the show. He showed up, read the script, and was like, no, no. Gave like the worst performance. The first draft of the script included all 20 episodes from the first season, which added up to a running time of over seven hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow! Oh, seven hours of that. Yep. Gotta, and that was just the first one. He wanted to do three of them. Oh my god. You gotta pack a sleeping bag to go see this in theaters. Oh my god. And let me just tell you one more. The creators of the show, uh, both, there are two of them, uh, both hated the film and officially <laughs> said they pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the fans pretend it doesn't exist, yeah, too. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, I would have loved that this Zac movie... Zac Efron and Jesse McCartney in this? <laughs> in a seven-hour movie? Sign me yes. up! <laughs> yeah, I wish this movie just didn't exist. Yeah, me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too, girl. What did other people think of this movie? Well, we have some uh, IMDb reviews, mm-hmm. and we have some letterboxed reviews, which we'll get to in a second, but let me just say, 
It got a 4.1 out of 10 on IMDb <laughs> and a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 6%. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. 6%. Percent. Just 6. Single digit 6. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to do Letterboxd first or do you want to do IMDb first? Let's go Letterboxd. All right. So short and sweet. Okay. Hmm. I've got five uh, reviews of this movie. <laughs> This one is from Rat Baby. <laughs> this is dot 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 the worst thing I have ever seen. Mm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that <is> same. <laughs> the worst was in all caps. <laughs> so um, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from. Oh, they didn't give it a rating. Mm. This is from Daniel Kibby, who gave it half a star out of five stars. Mm. And he says. Anyone with even a single brain cell can tell that this movie is atrocious. <laughs> I just have one question for Mr. Shyamalan. Why? <laughs> yep. yep. So, yeah. Um, this is from Hody? Hody? It's an O with the two things on top. The Hody. Okay. Hody. This is making me reevaluate everything. <laughs> I am so confused. Edit, I'm actually crying right now. <laughs> Thank you. That was a good review. Yeah, was, yeah. Um, this one's from Adair, and they say, how do you have, like, the best plot in the world, and you mess it up like this? I agree with that no. on a spiritual level. Mm. Yeah. And this... Spirit world. Oh, I'll take a Ooh. shot. What? And this is the last one. Uh, it's by Why Not Wolf, who gave it half a star out of five stars. Still salty, I painted myself like egg and had to sit through the midnight premiere of this garbage adaptation. Dot, 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 dot. I can picture that one. <laughs> Guy walks out of the movie, he's got to put his hood up because he's too embarrassed. <laughs> he's got to put his little red writing hood up like egg. So those are all the letterbox reviews I got. Wow. Let's get into IMDb where they really rip it apart. These ones are a little bit longer. Alrighty. This first one is by user Part of the Void. Part of I the Spirit World. <laughs> uh, they gave it a 1 out of 10, and their tagline is Oof. terrible. <laughs> Just saw this. I don't know what to call it. It was the only movie I've seen where everyone in the theater booed at the end and threw things at the screen. I feel like it was written by someone who can't read, write, or care about their or <laughs> anyone else's work. Shit, that's true. <laughs> Which is in that show. <laughs> How do you take something that seemed like such a good idea and make it so terrible? I hope that the man or men responsible for this <laughs> never get work again. <laughs> this is what I would hope qualifies as a career killer. Because I wish I had slept instead of going to this movie. <laughs> I wish I had slept instead of doing a lot of things. I think I fell asleep watching <laughs> I want my money, time, and expectations back. Wow. As in, I expected at least... Good fun with the bending or fight dance scenes. <laughs> I feel like I just got served. Do not let anyone you know go to this movie. And someone should petition to cancel the other two. <laughs> In brackets, I love your or demon three. voice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's my angry demon voice. Oh, that was good. Is that the end of the review? That is the end. Whoa, there's a lot of people. 566. Wow. Out of 925, found that helpful. That's about half. That's about half, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kylie, do you want to read the next one out for us? Oh course? my gosh, I get to read something? Yes, yes please. 
Thank you. Okay, so this one was written by Zero Fits, one out of ten stars, and the tagline is Avatar The Last M. Night Movie. Oh, <laughs> I wish. I wish as well. So please, people, do not see this movie in 3D. It's not worth the extra money they saw in 3D. <laughs> they put 3D in post-production and just slapped the name on it. There are only five things in 3D, and one of them is the text. <laughs> This really was shorted for movie time. If you haven't watched the show, you won't understand what's going on. Yeah. They really messed this one up. I spent a total of $52 on this. What and the they fuck? <laughs> I know. You spent $52 on the movie. The 3D. In, in the year 2000. <laughs> Yeah, so we spent a total of $52 and maybe wouldn't mind seeing the film in 2D, but I said, well, this should have a lot of effects that can jump off the screen. <laughs> so I forked over the extra $16 on four tickets just to see it in 3D. Oh my God. The martial <laughs> For that white text coming out soon. <laughs> The martial arts were nice, but overall the combat, and from what I remember of the show, they didn't have to do the moves for two minutes just to bend some water. In the show, the water would come up and move with the martial art. I really can't believe Nickelodeon approved this. I mean, most Nickelodeon movies are bad, but not to the point where you feel like the movie just stole your wallet. Oh. <laughs> and 41 out of 74 found this review wow. helpful. I have a point about that 3D thing, actually. Yeah. Mm. So this movie, the, the show each season's about 20 uh, episodes or so. Yeah. That was all condensed into an hour and a half. And apparently another 30 minutes of the film was cut to convert the movie for 3D, specifically. Wow. So if y'all are watching the movie, and there's a couple scenes where they're just talking about some random stuff that, that doesn't like, happen earlier? doesn't happen in the movie, that's because there was another half an hour of this movie that was cut. Imagine how pissed M. Night <laughs> Schling-a-Dang-Dong would have been if they made him cut his seven-hour movie down to <laughs> one and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seven hour movie <laughs> then it really would be how much is, did this guy spend like 52 dollars oh that's so sad oh, well uh if you've seen this movie and have thoughts on it or if you have uh any other movies you want us to sit through you can contact us in a number of ways we have a gmail account it's badmoviesundaypodcast at gmail.com we also have a Twitter at BMS Podcast, and we have a letterbox at BMS Podcast. Kylie, is there anything that you want to promote? Oh, right. Well, uh, I have a music channel. I sing. I make covers from time to time. So my YouTube handle is Kai Loves Music. So and she is so good. Oh, She's amazing. Guys. Give her those Aww. likes. Give her that love. Give Aww. her those views. Give her some hugs. Oh, man. I'm just like mentioning the rapper in the past five seconds. You should listen to Amy's rap channel. <laughs> it's Amy Loves Rap. Uh... <laughs> Seriously, though, go check out our friend Kylie. She's a phenomenal singer. Okay. Oh. So, um, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Kylie, for being here. My with pleasure, us. guys. Thanks for roasting this movie with us. It yeah. was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> this has been Bad Movie Sunday. I'm Ashley. I'm Amy. And this has been a good friend Kylie. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you next, next week. <laughs>